I've got step stools to build. Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 54 for November 16th, 2016. Uh, we are not going to do this week's top Patreon supporters. Instead, we were going to do all of our supporters, as as per uh, Bill's uh, extortion, uh, you know, emotional extortion he did for me last week. So here's everybody. Here we go. And this is I'm in- for the little guy. That's why. <laughs> is that what you call them? So, um, let's, <laughs> in no particular order, actually, this is the order that Patreon gives it in, so I don't control it. Uh, number one, Make, Build, Modify, Luis Gonzalez, Andrew Reed, Scott Turner, Trustin Timber, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. There it is. <laughs> Stu Morrison, uh, Tasman, uh, Camille Good. Christopher Pixley, Maker on the Move, which is Sean Farbolin, right? It's Sean, right? Yeah, I'm getting the nod on that one. Uh, Dominic Bender, who just had a birthday this week. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, Joel Crawford, John J. Helgers Jr., or 4J, if you will. Jim Bashirs, Laura Kampf, uh, uh, J.M. Tossis, Jackson Lindner, Elaine Goh. Uh, Le Pic Bois, which is my main man over there. Uh, Paul Jackman, Live Free and DIY, Dave Bauer, Nick Ryan, Scott Hahn, uh, Marcus, I guess this is Marcus Hoffman, uh, Gray Keen, Jason Boykin, Tony Rouleau, and Bill Lavolsi. That's why we don't do this every week, because that was half the podcast right there. But uh, what I, I'm I gotta trying say, to I gotta say, say... I got to say real quick, and I, I really don't mean to interrupt. Yes, you Tasman do. Khan yeah. is um, my right hand man at my work, and he's oh, been really? listening to our podcast. And he had no idea about the Patreon thing. He was asking me about it, and when I told him, he said, "Oh!" And then he picks up his iPhone. He's doing something. I'm like, "No, you're not." And he did. And that's really Taz, kind of him. Hmm. He is the um, he is my ambassador of the airport because I'm not the most friendly piece. People person on the planet. So, <laughs> what? Taz is who uh, who goes out and if if he walks into a room, he will know everybody's name and they will all love him. And I love him. Thank you, brother. I think that was um, beyond generous for you to do that. So special shout out to Taz. I will. Ex- here, here. I will. Ex- I yeah. Here, here, and I will also extend that thank you to the entire list of people that I just named Absolutely. off. Thank you all so so much for your generosity and for your kindness. Uh, we really greatly appreciate it. It's, it's quite the who's who list there. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it was nice to hear. I haven't heard it in a while. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of maker royalty in there. Yes. Uh, all right. Okay. I'm closing that. Okay. So let's move on to what are we working on since we last spoke three days ago. So heads up. Uh, this is we last recorded on Monday and it's now Thursday. But through the magic of time delay, it's a whole other week later. Delay, delay, delay. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that, was, that was really good. Practice. Well done. Okay, so what have you worked on since, I don't know, in the 72 hours I haven't spoken to you guys? Uh, Bill, my, you want to go first? I've my delay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it, brother. You did. I, I I have to admit, I've had a couple drinks, and um, I, I thought that's how I was going to be hearing. I was like, you guys might have to count me out this podcast. Uh oh. <laughs> but uh, thank goodness. Uh, so what? Um, I I I have come up with a shoe rack idea uh, that I am designing for my for my amazing partner in life, Casey. And um, all I can say, it's going to involve uh, pieces of wood from a china hutch. And a wrought iron fence, and I'm gonna leave it at that. And uh, I, I think it's gonna turn out pretty cool. Uh, be kind, it, at the same time, it's gonna be, I mean, a little different. It's gonna be fairly simple, and I think you could apply many different materials if you like the way it comes out. 
So it'll be fun. And I'm going to do a video because I don't think I've ever seen a wrought iron fence and China hut shoe rack before. Me neither. I'm, I'm really excited to see this. My wife's been bugging me for a shoe rack forever. And I'd love to see what you come up with. Yeah, so I, I, that's, have, that's, I have two or three of them. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Why do you always have to do that? Sorry, because he's a big shot now. He's like, he's like, you know. When when did we cross into now? Like, at what point would you say that Tim became a di- a big shot? Like within the last couple of um, months. Yeah, it's like it's amazing. He went from he went I, from really humble and everything. Yeah. As soon as as soon as Vance crossed that line, it's like he's been chasing Vance's shadow ever since. Oh you know? my goodness! This you know this is pretend the gauntlet is is been thrown. This is a this, I don't this know big. how to say this, but Vance is kind of a big deal. Yeah, he is kind of a big deal. <laughs> you know what? He is kind of a big deal. I have to I have to admit. And uh, by the way, if if I haven't told you, and I know I have, I just want to keep talking. Um, <laughs> that is literally the most honest thing you've said yes. in the last fifty four episodes. <laughs> um. The, the shout-outs, I noticed the clock in the background, I noticed the hat on his head, and I noticed the branding iron that he used, and um, I am just, that warms my heart. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. We, yeah, that was completely conscious. Yeah. Well, either way, that was... No, no, I'm serious. It was, it was, it was, it was a conscious... Well, the clock, I was just like, because that's Vance's, where the clock hangs, that's Vance's space, that complete disaster right. of a this is the cnc video that we just put out recently if everybody doesn't know what we're talking about uh that's vance's little creative space it's this weird section of our house i don't know why there's a wall there but it's just like four foot by ten foot long area and right. so we put a it's kind of like because my wife and i like to keep our house kind of neat and vance doesn't <laughs> so it's kind of his space to where he can just have stuff taped to the walls and create and and uh, that's where his clock is hanging. And so I like to go in there when I'm at home and I want to get Vance on film for the for the storyline of the thing. I go to the Vance's space there and get that clock in the shot, you know. Well, well, thank you. It, it touched me and uh, it uh, brought a little warmth to my otherwise shriveled uh, Grinch heart. It might have been the bourbon. I'm glad oh, yeah, you said I'm heart. Drinking. Did I mention I was drinking? Drinking? <laughs> <laughs> drinking? Uh, yeah, uh, I I'm drinking. By the way, uh, Luis Gonzalez, I want to give you a shout out because I am drinking the last <laughs> tomorrow's hangover brought to you the, by yeah, yeah. Of the Don Q. <laughs> but see, I I don't work tomorrow. I have a holiday, and I don't know what it is, but I just know I have it's the Veterans Day. Off, day. So. Yeah, oh, there we go. Yeah. Tim, what are you working on? <laughs> it's always so hard to why don't why do you make me follow him? Because <laughs> he's the opening act. You're the you're the big ham now. Oh man. God, what am I working? Okay, so I am working on. Um, I just made this, and I wished I could have videotaped it because it was so interesting looking. I did take. Um, I've been doing a lot of this lately, lately, and not that I'm like, oh, hey, like, share, and subscribe. But on Instagram, there's that the the story feature on Instagram now, mm-hmm. and I've been using that kind of a lot for just sort of this day to day stuff that goes on in my shop that isn't really worthy of anything else, maybe. And I've been enjoying doing it. But so I did put up a couple of pictures there, but they're gone already, of course, of uh, this prop that I made for one of those escape rooms that I've been making stuff for. And it was like this, I, I cut out a five foot section of log, about six inch diameter out of a down tree on our property. I built a frame to mount it on. This is like their idea, but I had to make it work in the real world. So I didn't like develop this. Then I had to make a, a frame and I ended up using the two by fours that Jay Rivera gave me because I still have a whole bunch of them. Thanks, Jay. And uh, I built a frame and I did the whole angle grinder to make it look like it was um, cut down with an axe. You know, you score it up at the angle grinder with a sanding disc. And I know Bill mm-hmm. knows what I'm talking about. I'm sure you've done it. And um, I'm going to pretend that I do. Go ahead. Okay. And then I burnt it and then I stained it. And then I put I epoxy two strips of all thread into the top of it so I could then put the log on top of the all thread so it sits on top of this. Then I drilled holes through the log, and I made giant spikes out of rebar. Uh, and I used a thicker piece of rebar that I welded to the top of the spike to make it like the head, like so it would be like a giant railroad tie or something, like a railroad nail. But they're not sharp, of course. I you know I dulled them down. So there's six of those drilled into this log, and then I took two horseshoes I picked up at the flea market cut them in half and welded them together so they fit around the log. Now, the idea is in the game that there's four of these six spikes have padlocks on them, and there's a code somewhere where they're going to find the code to open this padlock. Mm -hmm. And then the other two have padlocks on them that they can't open. You can't get this horseshoe off until you get all four of these spikes out, and on the horseshoe is a key. 
So you have to figure out how to get these four other codes to undo all these spikes, pull them out of this log, pull this horseshoe key off, and then I believe that's the last step to escape the room. I'm not really sure about that. And uh, it's just one of those things, like, it was so interesting to make, but I can't really... I probably shouldn't even be talking about it on the podcast. I don't know. No, you probably um, shouldn't. But they they don't I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's always, like, confidentiality things about this stuff, because they don't want people knowing what they're doing. They want it to be... You know, you don't want to ruin it for anybody. But it was just so much fun to make it was just what an exercise to 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 think and to use your mind to come up with that it it is i love it and it's not it's not really like a reclaimed thing necessarily per se like most of the stuff like this one is for a a, it's supposed to be like a medieval castle so i use a lot of reclaim Well, the last one i did was for like a it was supposed to be like a like a salem witch house you know old so i use reclaim wood and that's why they contacted me because i was a, a reclaim guy in the area um so it's like a lot of plywood construction that's then covered and reclaimed um, and then, so this build is a lot of reclaimed wood in it as well. This particular piece just didn't happen to have it, but it's really the exercise in solving this is they send me these sketchups of the puzzle and they explain it to me how it's supposed to work. And sometimes they put magnets and RFID chips in them and stuff. And sometimes I put magnets and RFID chips in them. And, um, and I just love, I mean, two of my favorite things in the world are problem solving and secret compartments. Like I just they're like my favorite thing, so it's hmm. it's so much fun. But don't you know? don't you kind of have to problem solve to make a secret compartment? Exactly, exactly. So now wow. when I when I dropped that off, I went. And I had made this whole witches game before, and that they're now selling it to another place, or they're building another place. So they want me to make the entire game again. Oh, and cool! So, which is cool. So it's like steady work, which is nice too, you know. And so they want me to make the entire game again. But then, so I was there and I brought Vance in to show him some of the stuff and he was digging it. And, um, and so they're like, yeah, let's do all this. And like, but like, we're hoping we can just sort of up it somehow. And I'm like, just like up it. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, I can do that. It sounds (laughs) like code for you to charge them more. No, no, no. It was actually, they're sure they haggle me down a little bit, but that's so, you know, no, but they're, they're hoping to get like, uh, you know, like, can you put another secret compartment in or can you, you know, it's like, yeah, I can do that. That's, and that's this has been part. this has been a while now. This has been consistent work for you, so yeah, it's been semi consistent for a few months now, which is yeah. nice. You know, it's it's interesting because it's it's a fun mind exercise. You know, sometimes it's it's uh, I mean, I don't like buying plywood, and but I kind of just like look past it for this because I like the opportunity to explore making this way. Mm-hmm. So I kind of put up with that, even though it's not really reclaimed. But that's why I'm also not making videos about it and stuff too. Besides the fact yeah. that I probably shouldn't. I, you know, I I don't like eating chocolate, but I do it, and it's just... <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, and then one other thing. I'm sorry, Phil. I, <laughs> I'm not trying to filibuster you, but um, filibuster. Uh, get it, yeah. filibuster. Um, no, uh, I don't get it. What do you mean? I, um, I it's a, it's an American thing. You wouldn't understand. I know what it means. <laughs> I love that you whispered that. That was awesome. That was so awesome. Oh. The, the, <laughs> the one other thing I'm working on is that I had this, you know, I have all that wood I got from Levi with the boat wood. Yes, ripped, the white oak. I, yeah, I ripped a piece of this white oak down. And, uh, and I started cutting it down and I just, I mean, it, it, maybe it's not some super fantastic idea, but I thought it was a lot of fun is I want to make a boat out of it. So, um, I'm making a model boat out of it and, uh, and sort of the, I'm not trying to recreate the Ernestina that it came from because that'd just be crazy. Cause I've never made a model or a boat or, you know, I, I don't know anything about boats. I don't know anything about models, but I, I'm just, I'm attempting to make a, miniature boatish looking thing out of this wood right now so I'm looking for a buoyant piece of wood at this point it doesn't even have to float it has to look like it's a toy it's a, a model um, you know okay can i suggest yeah. a viking ship uh, oh yeah a long ship it's probably basically that i mean i'm doing like the, the kind of the, the whale ribs you know around yeah. thing and, and little, just... little like you know dragon heads and you can have bands help you design the dragon heads and Oh, oh yeah. that's actually a fun idea. I, it might be a little too far along to do that, but that could be another thing. It might be fun to actually incorporate the CNC into it too, and actually maybe draw a dragon head and cut it out. And, that would right? be cool. Yeah. yeah right. I, I seriously, you guys, I don't want any thanks for this stuff from me. It's okay. It's part of that's what I no do. problem. You got All it. Right. Okay, Phil. What are you been up to? So, um, I know I said on on the last time that we <laughs> that we recorded, which felt like ten minutes ago, 
um, that I wasn't going to do a video out of this YouTube-themed garbage can, uh, and I'm not. But the one part of it that I am going to make into a video, and I already started filming this, and this might actually be released by the time it's, by the time you listen to this. garbage in the can. You can show how it actually is functional. I'm going to show the physics of throwing something out into a garbage <laughs> can. No, I'm what I'm showing is is how to do uh, multicolor uh, painting with paint masks and vine and um, and cool. masking tape. Yeah, so. Uh, just long story short, you have your, your base layer. I put down a whole layer of masking tape. I spray adhesive on my pattern or whatever that is that I want to cut out. And then I sequentially cut out what I want, spray it, cover it, and then cover uncover the rest of it. And then So you'll see it. But it's really, really cool. It's something that I learned back when I was in the uh, – when I was working at the at a bike company. And mm-hmm. that's the way all of them were, were painted. And you'd have like up to like six colors on a bike and it was never stickers. It was all – uh, vinyls that were used as paint masks, and then and one would reveal the next color, and it was insane. Like, I won't do that. That but. would almost have to be backwards, right? I mean, you'd have to... Yes, exactly what you're saying. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I look forward to seeing that. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Uh, I did it a little bit on my first ever video on the step stool, but that it's so easy when it's that, because it's just like, I paint everything white, I put down my mask, and then I cut it out and then I spray everything whatever the second color and then you reveal multicolor is a little bit more difficult and a mm. little bit more interesting and this will be a more recognizable logo so it'll be something cool to see yeah That's awesome. and uh, and I have a couple of steps to get out also so <laughs> I'm gonna do that um, let's see here so um, we're gonna do something a little crazy for this week's wait, topic wait, 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 wait before we do that real quick because um, I just I just this is like hot off the press as we were setting up the show, Stuart Morrison, who supports our show, um, texted me and said, Bill, I have some CNC parts that are extra that I can ship to you. And I said, yes, and I'm going to pay for the shipping and it's going to be, and I, I have no clue. I don't know what I'm getting and what I am even going to. So, Richard Morley, Richard Morley, I, 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 uh, or I, I, I'm going to need you. I, I know we've been talking about this. this. This needs to happen now. You're going to have to come see what I got. We're going to have to have a few beers, and we're going to build. I'm going to have a CNC. I'm just saying. It's going to be a Frankenstein CNC, but I'm going to have one. And, Stu, I just can't. How, how do you thank somebody for that kind of generosity? So I believe you make them too. something on your CNC. I think that's the. <gasps> oh, uh, see, that's yeah. how little I know about CNC. That's exactly perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love you guys. And now that Phil is about ready to um um uh go ahead Phil. <laughs> no, I could see why you would want to inject that portion right here and now. Yeah. We could have done it later, but that's that's fine. It's, it's how oh, we do. We run dude. and gun. We're yeah, no we're really of, I got lots of stuff for later. Okay, great. We're well listen, we're really organic on this podcast. We don't really plan <laughs> ahead. You know, we just we run and gun, you know? Yeah. So, uh, hey, you know what? I just want, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you some, uh, uh, what Phil just said is true though. People is that we, we, we figure out a topic two days beforehand and we don't really communicate. So what you hear is what is happening. There's no script. This is live. This is us feeding off of each other. And I hope you all realize that sometimes it works out really well. And sometimes we have to put up with Tim and, uh, Tim and Phil. So, <laughs> anyway, I think Phil, I think it's time now. We should probably get the topic going. Let's get into the topic, why don't we? Yeah. Okay. So the topic this week is uh topical and maybe a little controversial uh based on what's going on in the US right now, but we uh the topic this week is yeah, maybe we should give it one of those the old uh give it one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Reclaiming politics. So Everybody uh, think about that for a second. Wait, yeah. but, but, but what do Let you me mean that marinate. But what do you mean by that? Oh, uh, I actually mean something incredibly innocuous and harmless. Uh, there's a whole wait, bunch wait, of crap wait, that's wait, been... Wait, 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 What's innocuous mean? <laughs> wait, what's harmless mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> they're, they're basically synonyms. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's synonym mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... At this point... <laughs> I'm not really. I just. 
Just go ahead. I know what harm. No, it's fine. No, it's go fine. Ahead. Listen, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have a seizure in a second, but that's fine. Let's just. <laughs> Let's just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to power through here. I'm going to power through. Basically, there have been a lot, and this is Bill's topic, so I'm just going to do a very brief thing, and then I'll let him talk. The poor guy's starved to speak tonight. Um, it's, it's just a, it's a very, uh, it's a whole bunch of crap that's everywhere now because of all the campaigns that have happened. So many materials, placards, um, you know, just signage, all kinds of stuff, and we thought it would be cool to figure out what what it is that we could do with that stuff. It's just going to go in the garbage. It's not like you can ever use that again. You know, these regardless of if the candidates run again, they can't run again in 2016. So this stuff is useless, and uh, and it's going to be thrown away, so we thought, what could we do with it? Billy G, what do you got over there? Well, I, first of all, let's give a shout out to Paul Mormon who I first saw this idea from. He mentioned it a few weeks back and I, I just, I didn't interject it because we already had a topic and then he mentioned it again and I thought it was pretty good. And I also know our buddy, uh, Richard garage guy pens. Did I do that right? Um, yeah, he is right. also, so, so here's just a couple of things that they came up with that I thought was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, I know when I was little, my dad used to take me fishing in the Delta of California. We go cat fishing, and he had this um, beer or soda can or bottle holder that was simply a wire that you stuck in the ground, and it was a oh, spiral. Yeah, it was a spiral, and you just that it's that's how simple that was, right? And so, uh, Garage Guy Pins, our buddy Richard, he made one of those out of the metal of one of the lawn signs, and right. he was saying, "How can we recycle?" How can we upcycle? How can we reclaim these things and do something useful with a lot of material that probably is just going to be thrown away? And then our buddy Paul Mormel, um, I don't remember if it was him or he started – a few people threw out some ideas and two that just stuck out I thought was amazing. One said, you know, you can line your cat litter boxes with them. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> but somebody else said, you know, I know a guy that's actually taking and making a, a tiny house – and using the, the plastic corrugated ones for roof tiles. Mm. And I thought that was pretty genius. Um, mm. So anyway, I came up with a whole bunch of different stuff between the, the plastic corrugated, uh, the paper signs, um, the, the metal, and even the uh, wooden stakes that, that could be used. And I thought you know each of us could throw out a couple of ideas and see yeah, what can be made that's actually useful out of some of this you know, we've had a, this has been a weird old political time and uh, this could be a fun out time or, or a fun outcome of what we could do and stay neutral and just, you know, everybody can do something like this. And if anybody's interested and wants to actually make something and send us pictures, that would be awesome. Yeah. Tweet that at us. See, it's super interesting because there's, there's so many of these materials and this is kind of like, like another imagination game. Except, you know, yeah, we're, we're but, defining the materials ourselves. Yeah, right. it's a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess the coroplast is probably the most interesting material for me because you can sort of use it as a, as a surface top for all kinds of work tables. You know, you could use it for uh, what's Bob Claggett made that spray booth. You know, that had the ventilation system with the with the air filter and all that stuff. So right. instead of using cardboard, you could easily use a ton of this. This core, this uh, coroplast, the corrugated, corrugated plastic, and plastic. yeah, and just and just make as big or as small a spray booth as you want. You could line a whole section of your shop with it, you know, just to use as a spray booth or anything like that. That would be really cool. You know that that stuff is actually pretty useful. I, I had gotten a bunch of it from a sign company uh, down the street from me that uh, it was uh, you know had some it was like misprints and stuff where they spelled the candidate's name wrong. I don't know. Right, but uh, so I I had a bunch of pieces, and I use it all the time for templates, um, and also kind of like you're saying for um, a spray booth. I just I put it down, spray on it. You know what I mean? Like that's my serve. Because you know how it is. Like when you have, you always want to get something off your workbench while it's drying. So I would put that on my workbench, spray, and then go pick it up on this stuff and like a platter. Exactly, and you know, use scraps of plywood, cardboard, whatever. But it's better than cardboard because it's uh, I don't know, just like the surface of it is. You know, it's like the stuff doesn't get stuck to it as easily. And, but yeah, it's great right. for cutting out templates and, um, and masking things off or, you know, templating out shapes and stuff. Uh, it's pretty handy stuff. 
To have Does it recycle shelf. well at all? Like, I'm just curious. What plastic is it? Is it PET? That I'm not certain of. I do not know how it recycles. Hmm. Uh, we, sh- we should probably have looked that up before recording the podcast, but we're organic. I- I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry I you know, mentioned that. What I was thinking of, you mentioned a while back you were trying to come up with a way to use the uh, plastic to make these panels. You were having a hard time figuring out how to make panels out of like milk jugs and stuff. Those were already made plastic panels. Yeah. That is pretty genius. Yeah, you know what? I wonder. That's a good idea. If you could, uh, I wonder if you crush those down to make them not corrugated anymore. If you could uh, fuse them together. To or even, okay, so here's something I was thinking of. Or even fun. cross the corrugation, like plywood, change, reverse the grains yeah. of corrugation. Could, that would make uh, it really you strong. Laminate it. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can use um, kind of like a, a Ben Ueda um, design that he did. But what if you use zip ties? And you took those panels and you you zip tied them together. You can make like a uh, what do you call those um, shoji screens, like the three panel mm-hmm. shoji screens for a room divider. Hmm. Um, get into your spray booth again too. You, as long as you booth. are cool with these candidates' faces that's, staring well, at you. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. So a shower curtain. <laughs> <laughs> the simplest thing you can make out of these is to spray paint them. I went and bought uh, when we first moved to this house. Because Casey and I like to have a garage sale maybe once or twice a year. And I went and bought these plastic corrugated garage sale signs and spent 25 bucks. I could just spray paint a political sign that's corrugated plastic white and then stencil a garage sale sign on it. And I and I've ha- I have these same garage sale signs now, but I, I, I could have recycled those to make that and yeah. save the money. You know, so making just making a different sign. I've, I've used signs for to make other signs before like that. We had the oil company put one in our yard because they gave us some coupon or something. When they never picked it up, I used it <laughs> something else. But I, I want to point out a legality thing here first that it is illegal to remove uh, uh, political signs from people's yards without permission. Uh, so you should know this. Like just because the election's over, you can't go around to start yanking signs out of people's yards. It is a federal offense because of uh, tampering with politics, you know. Um I don't want to tell you why I know this. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I know this. So, uh, you know, the idea is to, to check the landfill or if you see someone that's got 20 signs in the yard, you know, ask them, hey, can let's I take those? Let's agree that we're leaving it up to the listener to figure out where to get the this let's, stuff. To let's return. reiterate that this is the imagination game. So this is a, this is a hypothetical. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> um, but in the same – You're all adults. In the same sense of uh, zip I just don't want everybody going to jail together. because we told them to make a shower curtain out of it. Yeah. Your Honor, uh, Tim said it was cool. No, you know, Tim. Of course I'm going to say Tim. Yeah, it's Vance's dad. Yeah. Oh, Tim. Did you, guys, oh, yeah. Yeah, Did yeah, you yeah. guys see what Ben Ueda made with the zip tie in the in the card in the plywood? It sounds familiar, but refresh my memory. Yeah, let's pretend uh, I did. The, like chairs. He made like different chairs. And it was pretty amazing. But imagine if you use those zip ties for Halloween and those panels and cut them, you can make a suit of armor pretty easily. Mm. Mm, That is cool. Spray painted silver. You know what I'm saying? All these plate armored looking things with scales and everything. Or like a Uh, samurai. coverings. Yeah. Or or even like a a hanging divider in in your room. Yeah. All the red and so blue. that's something I thought of with zip ties in those plastic ones. You could actually make blinds themselves. You could make you can make a horizontal yeah horizontal yeah, blinds or verticals. Run the yeah. yeah like John Highs one time made blinds from scratch out of uh, dimensional lumber mm-hmm. like fully functional like you know with the whole mechanism that opens and closes yeah I wouldn't do that that's a lot of work but this sounds way what, easier. But what about if you so took those? Um, do yeah. you remember partitioned rooms in school where they they folded yeah. like a sandwich board like an accordion? Yeah, and you slide it to make a partition. Mm-hmm. You could do that with those signs by having them, you know what I mean, like an accordion. When they need, I think they would collapse. I think they probably need to be framed in some of those stakes you were talking about earlier. No, no, well, no, just zip ties, just zip ties on one side, back and forth, like Z, yeah. like a Z, yeah, like a Z, like a Z, and then you can pull it out like a shower curtain to divide a room, and then push those back together to open that space up. I just think the whole thing's going to end up collapsing because it's going to get no, too heavy. No, it's not heavy. These things are very light. I might have to yeah. build one now just to prove you wrong. Yeah, yeah I think you should. 
Yeah. I really think you should. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll, right, so, Phil, so Phil and I will finish the podcast. You go. Yeah. We'll, the we'll wait here. You Start go just ahead. taking signs out of neighbors' yards all you want. Go for it. <laughs> Title of the video is been... Phil's a jerk. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I think that covers a lot of the plastic. Let's go on to paper. Well, Some no, of the I'm not. You're made I'm, out of paper. Okay. I, Are you not done with plastic? Well, the, it could be paper too. But the one other thing I was thinking of is. Um, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but maybe it's because of all the maps that you look at during election time of like red states and blue states and purple states. But I just pictured like the 50 states made with signs from all 50 states, you know, like the candidates that maybe like the candidates that won in that state or in not not presidential, but even like uh-huh. local elections. So like the senator, cool. the senator of, of N- Nebraska, you know, his and there's there's obviously this multiple congressmen senators. So you'd have to be creative with the way you made the state out of multiple signs. But I thought that'd be like a really cool art project that could be done every election cycle by someone that has the time to do wow. it. Wow. What if you collected all those and made a great big book out of them? Oh, yeah. Sandwich them too. together. Like a, like a photo album like, of. Yeah, like a photo album, like a book. Like yeah. a Necronomicon, yeah, totally. Are we going to use yeah, zip ties I mean, again for the binding? I like zip ties. I'm just saying. <laughs> I tell you what, you I can like hang a car from a zip tie. They're strong. Some of them are. The kind yeah. you use for a water heater? Oh, yeah, they're yeah. strong. You do know they have zip ties for your water heater, right? That's how big they are? How big are they, dimensionally? Uh, I would call them five feet easily <laughs> by about an inch wide. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. That's some serious strapping. Are they made of plastic? Yeah. That's awesome. I want one. Yeah. I can't tell if he's being sincere right now. Yeah. I swear. I swear to you. Well, I use these things all the time at work for different applications, but... I you want you those. to bring to Boston on December 3rd a five-foot by one-inch zip tie. It's going, in your, it's going in your surprise box. When someone gets a little too sauced <laughs> at the event... We zip tie them to one of the columns. Well, that's what I'm thinking about is the zip tying <laughs> potentials of this. All those other times I've zip tied people to things I've had to use like 20 or 30 zip ties. The I know. Only just... that wouldn't, <laughs> the only person that wouldn't work with is Jimmy because he would have 18 different tools that can cut that zip tie on. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not even sure he drinks. Yeah, no, he, he, doesn't, drink. he doesn't drink, but he'll still snip his way out of there. So. Yeah, exactly. No, it would have to be somebody getting a little unruly. Mm. Sterling Davis, we're calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling you out. I don't know if you drink or not. I wouldn't say he drinks so much as he imbibes. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to paper then. What would you make all out right. of the paper? Tim, why don't you go? I, I, I talk a lot, but you only get one answer. I've got seven. Go ahead. Uh, for paper, I don't know if I have any answer necessarily for paper. I mean, paper is, you know, the thing about about paper that's been printed with colored ink is that you, you're really not supposed to burn it. Um, cause that's like the first thing I do with the paper is like, it becomes, if I have the paper that's been written on all seven sides, cause me, I, I, I take paper, I, I cut it into cubes. I make notebooks out of it. This and that. You know, I, I write on every square inch of paper before I give up on it. And sometimes if I've got a bunch of pencil written on paper, I draw over that in Sharpie and I write over it. You know what I mean? Like I really, cause I'm a, a weirdo like that, but then it gets to the point where you just can't write on the paper anymore. So you burn it. But, uh, you know, I use it to start fires or recycle it, of course. But, um, yeah, I think you really just got to recycle that as far as that goes. It's not really safe to burn that colored ink unless it's the the vegetarian-based hippy-dippy ink. But they don't really use that. Well, in- I mean, it's not safe to burn in your fireplace in your house. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can use it to start a fire, out, you know, but you're not supposed to burn Because that's that. one of the things I've seen. I seen years ago, somebody made a video on taking um, that thick of paper because it's almost like a cereal box cardboard right um these these signs because a little it's lighter usually, but yeah yeah it's yeah. printed on both sides it's folded over there's a half. weight to it i just don't know the numbers yeah and they're usually stapled to the wooden stakes yeah. um but that i saw somebody that showed how you take and you kind of shred it up really really good and you throw it in a bucket of water and you just keep leaving it there for quite a while and when you bring it out you can put it into make some kind of a small round mold almost like a um oh she's talking about making a fire brick fire brick so yeah you mm-hmm. so as fire starters as yeah. fire bricks to burn in your fire pit out in the backyard right as long as you're not breathing the fumes yeah well, no, you but know, i think putting it in the water would probably get rid of a lot of the ink you're yeah. just basically getting it down to pulp it's not just but about it's just bad for the environment too. It's not just what you breathe in. It's, you're not supposed right, to but I think it. the water does have something to do with it, or maybe there is a chemical, maybe even a little bit of bleach or something in there would neutralize that, or some sodium bicarbonate. Mm. You know, but yeah, here's okay. something David Picciuto has done: is he has taken 
colored paper from magazines, newspapers, everything else, and he gets it wet and he blends it in a blender. Makes and then paper. he spreads it out on a screen and he makes paper. Yeah. He makes like a, a cool looking piece of paper that you can like an old school thick piece of paper that they had in the eighteen hundreds or something like that. I don't so want to say that David Picciuto is doing children's crafts, but Vance just did that last week at a nature camp. <laughs> Totally unrelated. Sorry, I'm just saying that's nothing to do with you, David. <laughs> Anytime no, I can say David Pachuda, I've on always our wanted podcast, to make paper. I've always wanted to make paper. I'm so jealous. I, my son came home and he had made. I'm like, oh man, that's like on my list. I've always wanted to do that. And because uh, I, I met a guy like 20 years ago that made this awesome paper. Right, thank well, you. Now you have that. a video that you can reference from our buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I didn't know he made that. And uh, yeah, that's that was that was the first thing that popped in my head for that color paper was to shred it up and. But I, I've, I've got a, I've got a bunch of things here. What about insulation? Absolutely. You know? What do you think the R rating is for a bunch of paper? It's better than an empty uh, wall that has nothing in it. That's probably true. So it's well, legit. Than... What do you think the number is? One, probably I five. I, I don't well, know. What's, what's the pink stuff? Like I mean, thirty-two 30. or something like that. It's, it's probably higher than five. Because it's, it's not about it's not about density though. It's about the like the 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 space in between that absorbs and right. catches and you don't because you, if you pack a bunch of hard materials in, that's not necessarily going to insulate. No, like bricks, you know. But no, um, but that foam is specially designed for that stuff for heat retention and and for keeping you know cool and all that stuff. It really is is a good. In, it's an amazing insulator. Well, what if it, what if it's for insulation? Maybe not for some place that you're going to spend a lot of time. Maybe it's a, a, a like, shed outside, a lean-to for your firewood. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, regardless of whatever it is, it's better than nothing. I agree. I was just right, curious right, what you right. thought the number really was. And then here's one of my favorites. Check this out. What about um, sh- <laughs> shipping receiving packaging? Making your own boxes like Jimmy does. But, That's a great I, idea. That's all my packaging. I, I like, that. Or the, or, like that. And or the packing material that goes into boxes. Yeah. That's uh, that's a big – I save all the packing materials that come into my shop and I use them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. someone someone uh, put – I, I did my T-shirts that I was just mailing out and uh, there's still a few left if anybody's interested. Timsway.net. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, everything I ship out is done in like brown paper bags and, and – um, and you know whatever, just like recycled materials that I have. And uh, someone had put that that they they received their T-shirt and they they photographed the packaging that it came in. They're like, I feel like I got the Tim Sway experience. They put, you know, <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, you did. I was like, That's totally what I. That's what I do. You know, like, you you gonna you gonna throw that away? <laughs> it's pretty much everything. But it, th- those signs would be really cool uh, packaging. But it could be divisive depending upon the candidate that you use to wrap the yeah that you're sending. Yeah. So you well, but, but it could be like a message. Be- you want to that sure would be on both. the inside. That would be on the inside. And Still, the brown but they're going to open it. You know. And they'd be like, yeah, and, like what the? Well, he sent me I, that. I, I think that we are better than that. So we'll just skip on that until okay. the next one. Which, Tim, here's something that you taught me that I think they could be used for is uh, business cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's a message that could potentially be. But if you cut it out just right, yeah. you can't tell. Right. They're, they're so small, you're not going to be able to tell what it said yeah. because most of yeah. those things are big print, parts yeah. of the face. And then it um, would just be a solid red or a solid blue. So who cares, right? And if yeah. you actually think about who's on that and if it's solid red or solid blue, you can make greeting cards out of it. Mm-hmm. Huh. That is interesting. You know, that's a really good idea. I like the yeah. card idea a lot. Yeah, because right? you know, Wouldn't making kind of cool making the business cards. I love making business cards for people that don't know. I make them out of cereal boxes and whatnot. Uh, Mine was Craft Dinner. Was it the one that's you sent rare... me? Was out of Craft Dinner. That's a rare one because usually they're like these like healthy. It's a rare one. Cereals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna hang on to my limited edition yeah. craft box. Was it, was it oh. numbered, Phil? Was it numbered? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, one of one. <laughs> but but you know how cool it is because when I when I make them I'm never looking at the art side I'm always looking and I do this on purpose I'm always looking at the negative side that I'm gonna actually print my stamp on so you don't know what so it's I have be. no idea so every one of them is like this like Andy Warhol piece of pop art on the other side and some of them are just awesome like the way that they get cut and they get cropped they're just beautiful and then other ones are just yeah whatever you know um, but yeah so that's it's just a lot of fun and that would be a lot of fun to do with those signs because now with with greeting cards they're bigger than business cards so you would mm-hmm. get since these, since we're scaling up from a cereal box has a lot of information in an eight and a half by eleven size, you know, to this. I mean, getting the greeting cards or maybe even like binding for notebooks. Like uh, a lot of people like to make their own 
journals and the covering and stuff. It could be really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like a book cover. Right. Because if you could just get like the one, like say the Canada has an S in their name and you just got like the one S and you cut yeah. that out as a cover. Like well, a big I, I even thought seriously because I know that we have friends that are, are on on the, um, and we'll just say, it, I, we're, we're not being controversial by saying the name. Um, uh, if I were to send my buddy uh, Mark Eden a Christmas card, I can make it out of a Trump sign. And I think he would find that pretty Pretty darn cool. <laughs> Check the time. Sorry, Phil. I got a, I got a little spoiled recently in that we didn't have any any edit points, but I, th- I, I think Mark Eaton would find that really neat. And um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and vice versa with Hillary. If I sent my sister a Hillary uh, Christmas card made out of a Hillary sign, that that would be really special to her. And then, so the last one I got for paper is uh, uh, parts of making of notepads. You know, the front and the back of a notepad. Right. Um, that same kind a of, bit yeah. thicker, right? You know, it's either spiral or zip ties. <laughs> and um, you can make a paper notepad. Yeah. I, so. I have I have one. You know, the, um, the, the lab counters in your high school chemistry class? Yeah. That, that thick black stuff. And that's basically just layers of paper and epoxy. Is really? how they make those. Yeah, I learned that somewhere. I thought that was really fascinating. Um, that, what are the, we talking about? The you know those thick black like lab counters in chemistry class. They're, oh they're yeah, top, yeah. And you have it's a like, bunch uh, of murder on one side. Yeah, yeah. And the girl across the, the room that you're thinking like, wow, she's cute. No, yeah. she was sitting right next to me. I positioned that real early on in the semester. Oh, that was Bill. That was you and me across the room. He was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but well, no, if I was... saw you across the room, things would have been different in my life entirely. So. <laughs> You know what is that? That's that stuff. It's like that press board, almost like the like the whole board that guys hang on their shop to hang tools. Well, like yeah, it's, it's like masonite. It masonite, yeah. It's like they use masonite, but it's even thinner than that. It's like a paper that they use to make that. Uh, okay. Someone's wow. someone's gonna write it and say I'm totally wrong, and I just dreamt this up, but I really think I saw this somewhere. It could um, be thick masonite, yeah. But yeah, no, but, but so like, I always thought it was like a Corian myself, but no, it's actually made like from inexpensive materials because they they. Make it for school, so it's cheap. You know, it's not. Um, Corian, it's a it's a stone, right? It's a it's a engineered Corian stone. Is a man made yeah. uh, plastic stone. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so it's not like obviously like you know granite. And all no, that it's like a quartz stone. countertop. It's a manufactured stone. Right, but it's made out of plastic. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes, and then like, uh, but then like you know, and then there's the whole formica laminate over the press board and stuff. You can't do that. Like that's the cheapest way, but you can't do that in a school because it would just wouldn't last in that kind of abuse, you know. So they make it out of basically just like layers and layers of the stuff that are uh, they roll some epoxy, put the next layer, roll the epoxy. Um, but so I was saying that with with these signs, anyways, for to make a long story longer, uh, that that could be something that these signs got should be turned into solid objects via like a Peter Brown type of. Maybe we should just mail a bunch of signs to Peter Brown. And just be like, dude, just do it. Something. Dip it. See what dip he can do. Si- dip. Oh, dip it politics. Because he does the Dip It series, Dip It Politics. Hmm. Yeah, Dip It Colon dip it. Politics. You could do, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Don't so dip that's anything with anyone's colon. Uh, now okay. to the hard part. Now yeah, to we've, the hard actually, part boys. we've actually had more ideas than I thought we were going to have. And killed a lot They're mostly of bills, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Do we have any more paper that you guys can think of? We can move on to metal and wood. I, mean, right, I can so... think of a couple of things I would do with paper, but that's fine. Go ahead. Well, what are they? Yeah, I really don't want to mention them. They're a little too apolitical. You want to soften it up a whole lot before you do that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, So metal, I didn't. I didn't come up with a lot. Like I said, somebody come up with the uh, the the soda can holder, and the only thing I could think of, I had two things. One is um, adding using the metal as decorative embellishments, like on a welded leg table, like adding a spider web in the corner. Oh, I know what you mean. Or vines. Or yeah, lines, making something with that thin metal, tacking it on to use it for art, and or making some kind of like um, different hangers and hooks. Like uh, you can just bend it and make a hook and hang it up on something when you're spray painting. Oh, on pegboard and stuff. Yeah. You can make your own pegboard, pegboard hangers. Hooks. Yeah. You know? yeah. It might be a little light for that, but it might hold some, yeah. I was th- I was just thinking we could combine it with our paper category, and if you're going to make a book out of some of that paper or covers, then you could use this metal as a as the spiral binding and just sort of Ooh. turn it into mm. a spring and then wind it into the holes you'd have to drill. Mm. I, I, 
That would be pretty slick. I had not thought of that. That would be pretty slick. I bet you could set something up on your drill press or lathe to just just a, like twist that right up. Actually, I have a yeah. tool. I no, I don't. I don't think it would work for that. No, you need one of those. You need it. a hook driver. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a, an attachment for your drill that can turn a a hook or a or an eye key. Oh, um, like a um, like a pancake beater thing. In the yeah, it's a little bit bigger. Kind of looks like a hole saw, except it just grips two sides of a of a of an eye hook or a regular mm. hook that you would normally screw in, and you would just do that with the with the metal, and it would twist it up. Mm. What do you got there? This is this is not um, what we're talking about, but it's a pair of pliers. Yeah, you hook it onto different wires. Yeah. What the heck? Uh, there's a lock on the end of it. Is that a cigarette lighter? No. Is that a... I think it's a, f- a wine bottle opener, right? <laughs> no, it's really cool, actually. I think it's a fish descaler. Mm. Oh, you pull it in, it, and there's there's got to be a twist in the middle? So, yeah, so when oh, you pull okay. on this, the, the whole thing goes... It is a wine bottle opener. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, but, but what it does, you grab onto the wire, and when you pull it, you lock it in place. And it just twists. It braids it. Okay. So for it those of you who are it. stuck yeah. just using your ears for this podcast, what Bill is showing us <laughs> is he has a pair a of, imagine a pair of pliers merged with a wine bottle opener that he has that, so basically you can actually, click something and you. Actually, a pair of pliers merged with, do you remember the tops that you can pull the thing and you go, yeah. Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-
Uh, that would be cool. It was sheet metal strips, but this would totally work. You could totally make a basket out of that wire. Send some over to Laura so she could add some more accessories to her bike. She could make a basket for her bike. <gasps> a basket That'd be awesome. the front. Yeah. yeah, the front of her bike. That yeah. that would be towards that front fender board skate thing. Right. I'd love to see a basket made out of it that has like one of those where the, like the, the, the roots and the plant are all kind of growing out of the sides and this and that. You know? Yeah. And you could cool. actually use some of that corrugated plastic as the bottom of the of the to keep basket. the water in. Yeah, yeah, or any stuff it with peat moss. Yeah, what is At least... peat moss? It's, what a, is it's peat actually moss? it's a ground up uh, political science. Yeah, yeah, with a little bit of spiral metal. Yeah, <laughs> like he says that was such a straight face. Like he's about to give you some real information. I know. But that's what makes it funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> At of least course. you guys know I'm full of it all the time. So. <sighs> Now you're supposed right, to say, so, so hey, what's so, the secret of comedy? Ask me what the secret of comedy is. Timing. Timing. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is another time when Phil and Tim think they're funny and they really uh, think funny they're funny. Legit, someone at work today said to me, Phil, you are really funny. And I swear to God, I'm not even making that up. That was funny. It happens on it happens bi-weekly, either twice a week or every two weeks, however you want to define saying, bi-weekly. Phil, I have been saying that you are bi for a while now, so <laughs> I agree. Um uh, so last one. Last one, boys. Um the oh, wood God. steaks. <laughs> They're probably not very delicious. I don't care how you cook them. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Can you th- I can only think of one thing with these wooden steaks. Well, what's it, just back up a sec. What what are their dimensions? Uh, usually, it's I would guess uh, maybe an inch, inch and a half wide, um, probably two feet. The cardboard is stapled on one side. They fold it over the top, staple mm. it on the other side, yeah. and jam it in the ground. And it's probably what the quarter inch, half inch thick tops. Yeah. So you could just can like you could make anything with this and just yeah. laminate them. Yeah. If you have no, a bunch actually, of I thought the easiest thing in the world to use, yeah, because they're charging for them now, is stir sticks. Oh, really? Just cut them up yeah, into stir you sticks. Go, you go to you go to Home Depot, and now it's like you pay two dollars for a pack yeah. of five of stir sticks. Before they were just in a can, and you take it. So all of my offcuts end up being stir sticks. Stir sticks, yeah, absolutely. You know. Okay, well, but, uh, that's, that's well, you, you know, if you're a novice, that's fine, but professionals <laughs> like real stir sticks. I use, yeah. actually, I use my chisels a lot. I, I just stick my, my sharpest chisel instead of paying with that. After that's I open the idea. can with it, you know. <laughs> I just I just cringed a little as you said that. Anyway, I mean, I, th- I, I think mean, it I would be... I off of my pants when I'm done, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think we could talk for two hours about what you could make out of wood. Well, I mean, wood, given yeah, the I fact that you can laminate and turn into boards and do anything that you want with it, yeah. I think that would... We're also at the 53-minute mark, so I think um, I think we're going to move into... I think we did into... a heck of a job coming up with what the hell to do with plastic political signs and paper political signs. I agree. We, we organically came up with a really great conversation yeah. there. And did we mention that this podcast is organic? We come up with it as we go. It's just live, people. It's live. Yeah. All well, right. it's, not, it's not live. It's pre-recorded, but we recorded live. We, right. It was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. And sometimes I feel half dead, but I'm alive. So, so right. what are you watching? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Tim, you go first so you don't have to follow Bill. What, who oh, are you watching you. this week? Yeah. I just I wanted to point out, you know, uh, Woodworking from Your Mortals, Steve Ramsey. I'm sure everybody's heard of him. Uh, you might not know he has two channels. You might know that, too, because the second channel has, like, 80,000. He actually has three channels. He has a gardening channel, too. Um, but he, So he has his uh, Mere Minutes channel, which is where he puts up sort of, like, his off cuts and whatever. But, but anyway, so, so I guess he... Yeah, sort of. And so he recently did a he uh, he redid some clamp racks in the shop or whatever, and he didn't repaint the wall underneath. So there's like bare spots on the wall. And I so on his mere minutes channel, he addressed that issue, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So your next bill, ah, uh, Bill. So which one is Phil. it? Yeah. Can you clarify? Uh, you know what? Let's do Phil. Let's do Phil next, so you don't get left off. All right. Well, then that was a good segue because uh, the person I'm going to recommend also has two channels. His name is, uh, it is Steve Ramsey. It's also named Steve Ramsey. It's also we, we didn't also communicate like this. On our we, show. we should have. This is super awkward. No, it's David Petuto. and uh, he did 
he did a really. I watched a video that he did today, which was really cool. It was this uh, this iPad stand, kind of like it kind of looks like a point of sale thing, but he's using it at craft shows to have his videos on loop. So I guess it is point of sale, and I I actually am going to build this. It looks amazing, and the video was a lot of fun. There was a lot of talk of of wooden shafts and and other and and David's doing this fun thing where he's swearing a lot in his videos, which I think is really cool. It's it just feels more real, like I'm in his shop with him as he's doing stuff, and I love that. Uh, but this project really, really spoke to me, and uh, and I loved it, and I, I think I'm going to build it. I probably might even build it for work and uh, let them get let them reimburse me for it, uh, <laughs> and that'll be a lot of fun. And I like how he incorporated some reclaimed things, like he used an old mic stand to use as the pivot, and uh, and he used some old barn wood as the base. So uh, really, really great project. Nice. I saw that come up, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. No, it was fun. It was a lot of. It was a really good one. I I. I haven't watched. I don't really care for David Petito all that much. <laughs> I know what I'm, you mean, I, but this time it was really good. Uh, he's just—he's just not for me. I mean, I, I get it. Some people like and him. scene. We're just kidding. <laughs> all right, so let's start off with some shout-outs because I think there are some really neat things going on in our world. Rebecca DeGroote. Oh, yeah, I saw made that. Yeah. Make Magazine as an article talking about her. And do you know who it was written by? Was it Bill? No, Bill. it was Sean Jolicure. Oh. Oh. Sean Jolicure. Sean Happyheart. Sean Jolicure of Making Geeks. And guess who Making Geeks had on as their guest of honor? I feel like you're putting us on the spot a lot. Could you just right. tell us who? Just tell us. It's oh, Izzy wait. Swan. <laughs> hey. So Izzy I Swan was Izzy on Swan making Swan after get... lunch last Tuesday. <laughs> and when his wife's anniversary. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, and because we love making geeks and Izzy Swan, we love Maker's Hustle, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Of course we yeah. do. And guess who was on Maker's Hustle? I can't believe you're doing this. I have no idea who. <laughs> Laura Kampf was on Maker's Hustle. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Our favoriteest favorite of all favorites, except for the other favorites that we love. Um, and that, that just brings it right into check this out. MakerCast had Taylor Forrest, and I loved it. Um, I met Taylor, and she's, she's a little bit on the quiet side, and the little bit of interaction that I've had with her has been very interesting. And this was an amazing interview with John, who's, of course, amazing. John John gave us an opportunity to get to know Taylor more than just these little tiny cameos on Jimmy's videos. Mm. And I heard her say she is working on starting a, a video channel. And I am excited about that because Taylor's art, Taylor's furniture, Taylor's mind and her design is beyond compare. And I can't wait. And that's that's what that's what John brings out of people. Oh, and guess what John's going to be doing? Emceeing the uh, the Boston thing. Oh, so you knew that one? Yeah, that one I knew. Okay, he's going to be emceeing the Boston thing. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and just to just to keep going because I'm going to do. Let's say what the Boston anyway. thing is, by the way, because I feel like we're being a little derogatory by calling it. Okay, that. Uh, so, so making it podcast is doing their 100th episode celebration in Boston, and they have sold hundreds of tickets to get there, and they've uh, graciously invited a few other podcasts to join in, and we were lucky enough to to, to be have in, snuck in, in uh, yeah, to have snuck in with that. <laughs> we're actually oh, yeah. not doing any kind of podcasting. We will be serving. Um, snacks and work in the back door oh, man, I got dishwashing duty. how'd you get that job yeah the three weirdos in the trench coats that's gonna be us <laughs> yeah so anyway uh it, it's in it's in december you gotta listen to makers uh making it and you'll figure that out um one of the last things i wanted to say and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of uh um, um female amazing makers that i'm talking about right now sarah connor sarah mifwick o'connor mm-hmm. Not O'Connor, just Connor. So, um, tested, totally tricked out a Honda Ridgeline, and it was wrapped in this, you know, how they do the wrap in the vinyl thing. That design, that wrap was Sarah Connor, our Sarah Connor. Uh, Sarah, congratulations. That's that's awesome. I saw it. It was, oh, 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 my God. So, I just want you to know, Sarah, that was really cool. So, now I got to figure out. Um, oh, 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 real quick. Um, 
uh, um, Crafted uh, Podcast is now on their third one, and they're really good guys. So check out Crafted Podcast. And then um, Chet Schnitzler. <laughs> Just really quick. Chet Schnitzler. Why'd you laugh when you said his name? Because I wrote it down so horribly, I couldn't read it, but I remembered what it was. Oh, okay. You're not laughing yeah, at his so, name. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, okay. thank you for the love and support, brother. And then the last thing I want to say, and we've talked about these guys before, it's who, I, it's who the link is going to be about. Make Crazy Days. Our buddy, Aaron Day, he made – people seem to be making the most amazing videos ever. And he just released it. And uh, this is – we're pre-recording quite early. So by the time this podcast comes out, his video will have been out for almost a week. But – Sometimes the art, the artistic content of these people blow me away. Um, Oscar winning Sundance Film Festival. What, what, what are some other amazing things? Golden Globes. Because the, the, he makes on the lathe an amazing bowl. But what he also does is he narrates a story. And based upon my guest spot on Makers International, where I told the story of, almost getting, you know, the, the whole trencher thing where it was dragging me across the thing. Um, Aaron Day found a story from when I was young, and it's titled Bill Lutz and the Purple Wombat. And that is the story that goes on for eight minutes while he's making this bowl. And if you don't watch this video, you're not a true Maker fan. That's all I'm saying. So watch this video if you haven't already. Bill Lutz and the Purple Wombat by Make crazy days you are all welcome i saw that come up in my news feed and i haven't had a chance to watch it yet but he he does make very cool videos and uh i know this I'm is his best very curious it's, no it's beyond it's his best oh, here we go ever video <laughs> okay it's, it's his best yeah why is that why is that bill the cinematography the um the Why'd emotion that? that it brings out of you <laughs> The, why, when do you do this? The, the, there's Throw there's the too line. much. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, gonna, We're all gonna, gonna watch it now. Yeah. Okay. Let's thank, do that. Thank you. Because I can't go on. <clears throat> I know. There's just too much. It's good about just, it. <laughs> I have to stop. I, he got I a little choked up there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> uh, you can you can dock my pay for that one, Phil. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're joking. I really will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you're gonna learn. I know. Um, our channels on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm Phil Pinsky. Um, I want to make a quick little mention of MakerTechReviews.com. I've had a tremendous amount of feedback and um, and people wanting to to write and be contributors on the website, and that it's it's been fantastic. Um, Marsh Wildman is is already up on the website um, with his profile and with a review. And uh, I know I have more coming, so by the time that uh, this this podcast comes out, I'm sure there'll be more on there, but that's who's on there at the time of this recording. And it's just been tremendous. I want to thank everybody for the support and love, and it's been great. And, uh, and, and Bill, you've got a website, I think? I, you know, I do have a website, and the reason I have a website is because of Justin Sparks, who recently came out with an amazing video about – it's simple how to use a speed square um, – we need to all subscribe and check that out. But yes, williamlutes.com, everything I love in the world, all the guys I love in the world, including my wife, um, you can find there. So williamlutes.com. Thank you, Justin. Tim, same deal? Timsway.net. Okay. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, comments, uh, you know, haircuts and style ideas for, for Bill, for what he's going to look like in uh, – in, in Boston, that'd be fantastic. Hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio, or if it's more in depth, all kidding aside, we'd love to hear from you guys. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. Um, on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, there's a button for our Patreon link, as well as um, our Amazon affiliate link. And I just want to make some uh, quick clarification because uh, Ty Mosier reached out to me today and gave me a whole explanation about Amazon affiliate link. You cannot take that link, copy it, put it on your desktop, and click on it to buy stuff like toothpaste. You can. It only works if you click on it from the source website. So in this case, it's the Reclaimed Audio Podcast uh, website. 
and and really just try to reserve it for actual sort of big ticket purchases because if they see that you're abusing it then they take it away so so that he gave me a whole lesson on that so so thank how you do, for how does time. how does ty know uh, apparently he dug real That's deep into this. Important. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, I think he mentioned something like that. Like, don't ask me how I know. Something like that. There, there, there's a, a disclosure that uh, we can't talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the last thing that I want to mention is iTunes. Uh, the reviews have been uh, just really like mind-blowingly nice. So we really appreciate it and keep them coming because it really helps in getting the podcast out there and growing. You know, we've been out there for a year now, which is tremendous and probably a larger scope than we thought it was. I, I did not think when we first started this, that we would be doing this a year later, week in, week out, hell or high water. So it's been an amazing journey with these two gentlemen that I get to speak with every week. And, um, and those reviews, those Patreon links, those, you know, those Amazon affiliates, all this stuff that's going to help keep us on there and, and growing and, and being supported by you guys is, is what, uh, is what does it. So, so thank you. And let's keep on doing that. In unison on three. One, two, three. So, so say, say we, we all. all. We didn't even rehearse that. We didn't. Even, that off was the cuff. that was off the cuff. Hello, hello, hello. Anyways, <laughs> have a great week, guys. Thank you, and be good. Bye, everybody.